enjoy the film. You want butter on your popcorn? The theater will be ready in a second. Your hair looks good today. Oh, thank you. I uh, just got a perm, actually. Wow. I was going to say, it looks very... Uh, Curly. Voluminous. Yes. Is your, no, oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. both. Um, it's good, and it's good that we're starting this by pointing out something that should be seen yeah. to be understood. They they did a good job. How long is that supposed to stay in? Uh, just today. It's unfortunately really. It's How a much single day cost? perm. Uh, like... It was about twelve hundred dollars, but Jesus, I, wow! I, well, it was a really special day. I had to, I, you know, well, that is insane. Money like well you spent. Was How that a part of a twelve hundred dollar day, or was it? The, what do you, what like, do you mean? Was you said it a special day or whatever? Yeah. What was the was was so was twelve hundred dollars the grand total or was the perm itself? That was the, that was the grand total. So, okay. And it was it's, after after everything. So, okay. Yeah, so after the perm everything. itself was like sixty bucks or something. Uh, it was like eleven hundred and forty. God, that still seems really high. That's wow. Most eleven hundred forty. So there's still eighty dollars. <clears throat> Wow, well, you can't. I don't think you're. Huh? No, yeah, like a hundred bucks. You work in the ticket booth. How do you not know? How you work with money more than anyone. Calculator in there. Okay, let's. Let, uh, welcome to the show. Hey, here we go. <laughs> welcome, fun. We should uh, introduce ourselves because no one knows what this is or who we are. Oh sure, yeah. Well, okay, who are you? Who am My I? My name is Kyle McClinsky, and I work at the concession stand here at the Cineplex. Well, my name is Greg. I'm Greg Basil. I work at the work at the box office. Work in the booth, in the ticket booth. And uh, I'm uh, Henry. Um. So okay. So let's get into what this is. So we've all just finished another shift, another day at the Cineplex, another and day, um, another dollar. Right now we're in the employee break room, and uh, we're gonna talk movies. Mm-hmm. So Greg, you yeah. brought in you you picked the movie that we watched this week. Mm-hmm. So do you, would you like to, to do the honors? Yeah, of course. This is called Musician's Lament. It's one of my all-time favorites, mostly because of its usage of uh, soundscape. It, there's there, very little music. Really, the only music that's in the movie is in a pinnacle scene uh, <clears throat> in an elevator. That's right. the only music. Mm. Pretty much. So the rest is just sound. Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, and I showed it to you guys because you, you hadn't seen it before. Nope, no. this was uh, a new one for me. Yeah, and I personally, it, it's one of my all-time favorites. What did you guys think of it? I I, I loved it. I, I thought it was a really wonderful was, wonderful piece. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll get well, to t- 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 tell us a little about it. Okay. All right. So, musicians lament. It's about a deaf guy because they like you know it's it's that's the mm-hmm. thing it's like it's so on the nose like right off the bat it's it's clearly oscar bait mm-hmm. um so it's about a deaf guy who wants to be a musician and then he introduces himself as a musician mm-hmm. um in sign language and his lament is that he can't hear the music that he so wants to perform mm-hmm. but he's tragic but he can feel it and that's he can feel it where you know yeah the, the, yeah, yeah the catharsis i guess of just like his whole journey right into growing into a musician mm-hmm. that he was you know meant to be yeah 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 and, you know can really like really being able that to elevator feel. scene was so powerful for yeah, me i think when I they actually put music in yeah it was just oh. because we should mention the first scene you you start on a conductor in an orchestra and then you know he raises the baton or whatever you call it mm-hmm. is it a baton it's a baton and uh and then the musicians all start playing but you don't hear anything and you're like what and then it's it's like panning through the audience and everyone's listening intently to this yeah, music yeah. you can't G- hear going over people's feet and then you get to a pair of bare feet 
Right. And because the camera goes up. She mentioned this guy's deaf and he, he doesn't own shoes. Yeah. Because he's homeless. And because he feels everything. Right. You know? It's he vibrations. He wants right. to own shoes. It's like a snake. He's like a right? snake. Right. Is that how... Because he doesn't have arms either. <laughs> this deaf, homeless, armless man is in this orchestra. Or he's, he's at this concert. And he's... Uh, and I think that's what makes this movie so incredible is so that powerful. he can he can he still make music, music but without instruments because it's beautiful. he can't he I can't mean, hold one and he can't play one. See this is this is it's where tragic. I think everything was taken just a little too far. It feels it feels so desperate to make you feel something that I feel nothing. <sighs> Does that make sense? That does, but it's confusing because I felt everything. I know, you were sobbing. And this was like the 30th, 40th time you've seen this yeah, film. Yeah, man, I've seen just... this movie like 500 times. I, okay. And you it's, still cry. It's like a Every lot. damn time. I mean, I definitely can see where both of you guys are coming from, I would say. Like, I enjoyed yeah. well, the movie, well, and I can see how it could have been a little like too poignant, a little too, you know. Mm-hmm. We should mention that uh, I said earlier that he was—he introduces himself as a musician using sign language. We should explain how he does that without arms. Yeah, an interpreter, right? Yeah. A sign, so, a sign language interpreter, right? Right. Well, a snake language interpreter. Explain how yeah. that works, because well, well, like, like you said, well, now that you mentioned the snake thing, now I can't stop thinking about it. He was flicking his tongue a lot. That was his communication. I never, I, really, sure, yeah, I hadn't really noticed anything like that. They they yeah, did have a so, lot of snake imagery in that movie. They now really that did. Come to think of it, you golly, know, like, like that the, little girl. The use of the she rattles had scales. and and the use of yeah the scales and, scaled yeah. girls. That, that Her, was a she weird. She had multiple eyelids, which oh. is really I thought. I thought that fascinating. Dream, I, at, the, at the moment, it was kind of jarring, but like now that I think about it, it was really just to to solidify the snake theme. That's the thing, though. It's like, what is this snake theme? What are we supposed to get out of it? Um, Musicians Lament is about this guy. Okay, so let's... Let's start from the beginning. Let's, okay, let's... let's start from the beginning. Okay, so Jonathan Cobra. That should have been the first... <laughs> the first clue that this was going to be a weirdly snake-centric film about an armless, homeless... Again, it's musician. weird that we didn't pick up on I, this right away. I, I'm astounded. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this movie at least a half a million times. That number keeps going up, man. Yeah. I really love this movie. We know. We know. We get it. But yeah, no. I've never um, noticed. So Jonathan Cobra. Right. uh, He's at this concert, and he's feeling the music through his feet. He's flicking his tongue all over the place. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then he goes out into the city, and, and he's looking at everything, and he's kind of imagining what he thinks they sound like, because yeah. he's been deaf since birth, so he has no idea. And it all kind of is this weird or- orchestral symphony, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not real music, because as you mentioned, there's only music in one scene. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, re- it's really just that, like, the, like he's moving with it, he's, he's bobbing back and forth, he's uh, s- s- swaying to the internal music, mm-hmm. and he's feeling it. He's literally feeling it. He's literally, he, he has to feel it. Mm-hmm. The, later on, he leaves and he goes, he decides that he wants to pursue this further. Mm-hmm. Like, he he's already knows that he's a magician, not a magician, a musician. Right. But yeah, he his is brother's kind of, the magician. Right, exactly, right, that, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Tony Rattlesnake. But um, now, he decides to embark <laughs> on this journey that, you know, kind of brings brings 
the entire piece together because like he decides he's going to incorporate these sounds into you know his orchestra mm-hmm. right and right so he when he brings a car into the orchestra mm-hmm. and drives on to vehicular manslaughter right because he doesn't have arms and he can't drive and so he, he actually method acted this whole thing mm-hmm. he, he cut his he arms cut off, his arms off he, well he didn't do it himself let's be clear it was a he didn't surgery well. a surgical operation right but he did have his arms removed for this of all films i mean i guess i and i guess if you consider getting an oscar for it worthwhile because he did win the oscar mm-hmm. yeah um, for best snake actor right <laughs> he was the only one in that category and rightly won, I believe so. Because they made that category for him. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was, he it had was his between... arms removed. Yeah. I think they felt, I think the Academy felt obligated uh, for someone to sacrifice that much for mm-hmm. their craft. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Natalie Portman in Black Swan learning how to be a ballerina. Yeah. Like, right. he had to learn how to live without arms. Mm-hmm. And to, exactly the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do everything with his feet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or teeth. But feet mostly. Mostly feet. Mostly feet. Uh, so he drives onto a stage full of an orchestra, um, kills several, and continues on with his performance. <laughs> right. And this is this was in a soup kitchen. Like obviously, the concert hall is a soup kitchen, and this is where he does his his first few performances before getting noticed by the talent scout that was at the soup kitchen right who's also, who's homeless. also homeless right so <laughs> so there's the homeless talent scout who for some reason is interested in well, johnny think, cobra think we all get it why he's interested i mean yeah you've seen the, just the talent that went into his performance and just right not but it's only still that, after but... he murdered a bunch of people with a car and i feel like that scene they was only in there they don't so... know that was him yeah where's the evidence and plus, he's it's invited, easy to he's invited to the talent scout's mm-hmm. um, office, mm-hmm. which, you know, of course, is a, a box. And so they go and they go there and he, he has him sign the documents, you know, that's going to get his name out there. Right. Mm-hmm. With his feet. But I guess. I'm sorry, I don't need to. As it turns yeah, out, you know, he's a, he's a scam artist and he's trying to, you know, steal his music without giving him anything in return. It right. is devastating. He, he leaves there. <laughs> Not knowing that he's then signed he's his life signed away, away. Uh, everything he owns. everything that he is, loves and Devastating. You know, holds dear. which contributes to his musician's lament. Mm-hmm. That is the lament is he's lamenting the loss right. of his oh, music, and that's my goodness. that's when we launch into Act Three mm-hmm. yeah. on his quest to get his music back from this shady grifter. Mm. Is grifter? The I right think one? that was his name. Mm. Shady grifter. Shady grifter. That see. See, it's so on the nose. It's so... It's perfect. All right. I like a lot of things about this movie. Yeah. Right. Like, this movie is the perfect... Like, if you are try, if you aren't just now getting into movies, like, if you want to go... If you want to see movies, watch this one first. Start with this movie? Yeah. So you're thinking somebody who's never seen a movie... Should watch this one first. Start with this podcast... And then watch the movie based on our Well, I hope that's how it'll work. Okay. You think only people who have never seen a film will be listening to this? Well, that's our target demographic, right? People who have never seen a movie. never seen movies. Well, I don't know who's going to be listening and who won't be. I don't even know if I'll be listening. That's true. 
That's true. Any, anyway, so this is when we launch into Act 3. This is when the dream sequence with the scaled girl comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's rolling around on the floor, you know, like a yeah, snake. Writhing. Right. Writhing <clears throat> on the floor. And it's it's a representation of this girl who was in the soup kitchen that he killed with the car. Right. And it's just another and excuse to have a scene where to make you cry. The and... demons are haunting him. I mm-hmm. think he's he's haunted by that performance. Mm-hmm. He's haunt. I mean, he's haunted by hitting a bunch of people with his car. That's that. That's yeah. performance and, and his performance and Like it, it was. It was. He and... continued, and he he did his passion right there, mm-hmm. right on the stage where but he they murdered several booing. people. I don't see that as like a favorable. <laughs> character trait in what way that was the main the main performance the protagonist shows no remorse for murder they were booing him he's trying to express his art yeah i think like Like it's not not, it's not this scene in particular really shows that because he he picks up the writhing girl off the ground and kisses with his feet on on the head on the forehead right and you know she's over overjoyed uh-huh. that this man is, she turns is taking into, interest. Yes. Yeah, right. she sheds her little girl's skin. I'm I'm surprised I didn't see the snake stuff first. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's probably it's the a, clearest part of the film. She sheds her snake skin and turns into this angelic fish type. Right. She loses her snake scales and be, it becomes fish, fish scales. Right. And that's that's why he brings her to the the pond to let her free. Right. And uh, I think that's kind of where you know he's he's giving up. Okay, that I scene get, really he, got me. I I honestly I yeah. Did, did you cry too? I I didn't. I don't want to say I cried, but I mean I definitely welled well, up, yeah, and course, it was I didn't let him loose. Well, I, and I get that. that it's it's all that it's all a metaphor for him like giving up this guilt, but we haven't seen him experience this guilt prior to that scene because he hits the people with a car, he just performs, and then. It's well, like he's upset by about losing his music, and now he needs to like get rid of the guilt of killing these people with the car. Well, I, I think I think he's really just trying to get rid of the guilt of being homeless. Really, I really think you missed the mark on this movie that you claim to love so much. But hey, man, I've seen this movie at least five billion times. Right, 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 and you didn't get the snake symbolism. I mean, honestly, well, I didn't get it either. All right. When tears are rushing out of your eyes mm-hmm. like like waterfalls, can it's we, hard to see. Can through. we talk about the elevator scene, though? Please, yes. let's talk about the elevator scene. The one scene with music. Who wants? You want to take it? You love this movie so much? Yes. Thank you. It was absolutely phenomenal. He's there with his sign language interpreter, and uh, and and Shady Grifter, and they're all there, and it, and he is confronting Shady Grifter. Right. About his recording. It's so fucking great, guys. Getting emotional. Because he speaks. And he says, why you gotta do me like that? Mm -hmm. Why you gotta do me like that? All while Girl from Ipanema is playing. So good. So good. I mean, it's something. I wish they would have had him say something better. It's really something. What's better than that? What than, if you had you not do- spoken for your entire life <laughs> and you were confronting a man who was stealing your livelihood, uh-huh. your only talent, right. the only thing you're good for. Yes. Like, 
what would you say? I wouldn't say, why you gotta do me like that? I would probably say something like, I don't know, I would dig deeper. That seems... Yeah, man. That seems like a waste of his one spoken line in I this. I really don't think so. Well, I really don't think it's so. It's not his only spoken line. I guess and he... Yeah. And then he reads the credits, too. Right, which on. is also yeah. a really weird thing to have him do. Well, why not? You, you, well, I mean, he, he's been silent this entire movie. You gotta pay him for something, right? Right. I mean, this is Dan. This is Daniel Day Lewis, and he's, he's armless. He's fine, but fine. Daniel Day Lewis cut off his arms. Yeah, that's. The... But having having him read the credits, I don't get it. I don't get it. I I, I, mean, I thought I it don't was pretend fantastic. to understand everything that Martin Scorsese does, but I feel like. But we should trust him. You at know, this his point. choices as a director in this movie were clear. He yeah, made very clear in his choices, and I think reading the credits aloud not only speaks to. I guess since there was know, no music under them, and right. it just cuts to black, and then and you he just hear Daniel Day Lewis go, directed, directed by, by Martin Scorsese. Martin right. Scorsese. And he doesn't. He, there's no. You know, there's no words on the screen. It's just a black screen, the entire mm-hmm. credits. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just kind of, you know, portray it's, that, 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 you know, that you we, don't need rely, all of our senses we rely to make too much art. On our but that's senses, implying yes. blindness, and he's been deaf the whole time. Yeah, well, so, I mean, they're pretty much the same the thing, difference? right? What's the difference? What's the difference? Yeah, I yeah. mean, on, on, a, on a base level, what's the difference? Like, what's the difference? How, how, would, how would a pizza smell if I lost my hearing? I don't understand the, same the question. Same as if you're Ed. blind. Exactly. It, yeah, it makes sense that's to me. You're not, no, it you're not missing your me. sense of smell. All right. Okay. How would the touch of a woman feel like if my if if I were blind? Right. Or if I couldn't hear? I don't know how these to are the questions, this. man. I'm really happy that we had this. Right. Yeah, I, no, I, I'm glad that you like the movie now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man. I've seen that movie like way more than one time. Right. Hmm. And I, okay, so why don't you give us? Opening. Okay, so give us the, the ending. This is where we're going to get into spoilers. If you haven't seen Musicians Lament, uh, what happens right before the the cut to black and the spoken credits? Johnny Cobra is coming down a flight of stairs, and uh, on uh, his belly, we should his... mention he's completely <laughs> gone. Pete's. He's gone full snake at this point. <laughs> I I am astounded with myself. Anyway, he comes down the stairs to all of his homeless buddies applauding him mm-hmm. which he because, can't hear yeah which he can't even hear right but it's it's powerful he, he comes down the stairs and there's a sign language interpreter and 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 his sign language interpreter is wearing a dress which looks wonderful on him and that's where they they they, they go off and they get married right there like well not right there well not they right had, they there. had to leave their state because they lived in iowa yeah it's not allowed and armless men can't get married in right iowa. right yep. they have anti-snake laws there but um so they they move you know west mm-hmm. and they go out west and they come on a, on a on a on a horse-drawn carriage and everything right they they go all the way from iowa to oregon mm-hmm. and that's the remainder third of the film right there is just them traveling yeah, and and Cobra's at the reins using his feet, right? Obviously, of course, doesn't really have to because uh, his sign language interpreter doesn't know how to use his hands for anything but sign language. Well, they want to keep up conversation during the ride. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a long his, way. It's true, and he can't hear anything. Goodness, it's fantastic, fantastic. Cut to black. Hear the credits, and um, <sighs> it's so wonderful. All right, so let's move on to uh, now that we've gone through the entire film, musicians lament. Let's talk about either our favorite line 
favorite scene you might have already mentioned it i know you loved that elevator scene mm-hmm. um favorite scene. character anything that uh yeah well well i think well i mean favorite line is kind of a difficult one because there was only the one why you gotta do me like that right why you gotta which was do delivered me like so powerfully that. i really do agree that was one of the best lines it's in one the of film. the best lines in the movie it's mm-hmm. one of besides the the end credits they did the credits in one take you know mm-hmm. that, right? did they yep wow yeah. he didn't even stop to drink water or anything ah oh. yeah he did get rather hoarse there at the end mm-hmm. it, it's it's fantastic this movie is just wonderful i i think i'm gonna go home and watch it after this <laughs> okay <clears throat> see if you can spot the snake metaphor um yeah i am so i am sorry I don't know how I didn't see that. <laughs> let's let's go and let's wrap this up. Let's uh, let's get our our ratings, our review ratings, um, mm. just just scale of one to ten, sort of thing, or <laughs> scales of one to oh, ten. Oh, right. four out of five. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, you give it four out of five. Yep. So you didn't like it that much. That's five is like fifty fifty percent of that. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. Because mm. I really did not care for it. What's your score? Out of ten, I would probably look, man. I've been I've been watching this movie nonstop for at least five years. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to give it like out of ten a twenty. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right. Well, you don't get to pick the movie next week. Yeah. Are you sure? I've got I've got a good one. Is it Musicians Lament too? That... Yeah. Well. It's not going to be that one. We're not going to do that one. I don't want to do that one ever. We'll do that one someday. Mm. All right, maybe someday. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, I got to get home, so I'm going to okay. call this good. Sounds good. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, I see your mom's car out there. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll pick a. We'll pick our next movie at some point this week, and yeah. then meet up uh, next week. Sweet deal. Right. Same thank time, you again, same place. Uh, guys. Hope thank you, you guys very much enjoyed. for watching this. Yeah. Go, go see that. Yeah. Very good stuff. Or don't. You're yeah. really not missing much. Make your own opinion. Okay. All right. Have a good night. Bye, everybody. See ya.